I want to bring in Joel Hawthorne. He's joining us this afternoon from the morningsnapshot.com. Joel, welcome. Happy Friday. A busy week, to say the least. I see uh, you have a few companies that reporting earnings are on your list of stocks to discuss today. Let's begin with one that's probably on many investors, on many traders' lists. Let's talk Apple. Uh, looks like coming off a bit under pressure today. There were some concerns about the iPhone numbers, the delay uh, associated with. And, well, what are you seeing here? They're down on the day right now by about six and a quarter percent, well off that high that we saw just shy of 138. But I'm noticing they're still holding up above the September low. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ben. Um, right now, I think the, the narrative for the overall market is going to have to do with uh, the their reaction to the election on Tuesday. I think uh, all of these sector leaders, uh, particularly talking about Apple, right now they're, they are under pressure today. I think they're suspending their guidance uh, just for so, so much unpredictability that's coming out with uh, all the new COVID cases and uh, that are spiking globally. I think that's a lot of fear in the market. Uh, and, and, and I think pair that with um, just, just the underperformance of uh, that earnings report right now. Um, but uh, let's keep in mind, we're rolling into the holiday season. We know right now, I believe that this knee-jerk reaction that we're seeing this week uh, for us, uh, over the overall market is probably going to be more than likely short-lived once we find out what the results of this election looks like, once we can kind of get, uh, get to talking about stimulus again uh, after this election and kind of put some money back into the American people pocket, uh, we know they're going to spend it. And we know Apple is definitely going to be one of those products that they're going to buy. So uh, what I would like to do is just kind of look at Apple from a different perspective. I think uh, I'll like to, I, I look at this as kind of like buying the dip, so to speak, uh, but I'm going to protect myself by kind of building a covered call uh, after seeing if, uh, what happens on Tuesday after the election. If there's more downside potential, I'm going to be looking to right around a July 30th closing price, which was about 96.19 uh, on the chart. If you take a look at that chart, I think that pullback price is going to be what we call filling the gap, so to speak, uh, on the Apple chart. If that happens, I'll take my slap on the wrist as a loss and I'll get out. But I really think that buying the dip here on with the shares themselves and then any volatility that spikes up uh, and then maybe has a pullback on Apple, I'll then start selling calls to collect some premium to kind of hedge my risk on that trade. Um, by doing so, I'll be uh, buying 100 shares, selling one call against those shares. Uh, but I'm not going to put that trade on in, at the same time. I'm going to build that trade by buying the shares now on the dip and then uh, maybe waiting to see maybe right around that Tuesday, maybe Wednesday morning to see how the market responds if there's volatility pullback. I'll look for a December expiration for selling that call. Uh, and, I'll, and, I'll, and if the market allows me to, I'll be looking at that $100 strike for that call. Uh, building that trade out. Uh, has a break-even price of about 96.80, so just above that uh, break that that 96.19 price that I discussed, along with uh, a 58% max profit potential on this trade and a 63% chance of break-even. So the numbers aren't as high as I like. Still allows me to be a little aggressive, but again, uh, I think that buying the dip in Apple right now, heading into the holiday season, wouldn't be a bad thing for for myself because I do believe uh, as money gets into consumers' hands, they're definitely going to start look to buy products from Apple. 
Okay, if we do start to see this one get a bit back up, I'd imagine you're going to have to be a little bit aggressive on this one, Joel, because uh, clearly it hasn't spent a lot of time in terms of some of the pullbacks. They've been short-lived, so this will give us something to watch here. I often talk about characteristics associated with the trend. Certainly that has been one in terms of Apple. We'll watch those levels you brought to our attention, and certainly that gap, as you mentioned, from the end of July. Let's move on here, though, because Starbucks also on the move today. They're down about one and three quarters percent. This comes in reaction to earnings as well. Uh, they've been having a hard time getting up above the $90 level, it looks like. And then ultimately, if they were to, they still have some other levels to struggle with. You've got the highs from the beginning of the year up around $94.13. What are you looking for in, in ticker symbol SBUX? Uh, uh, Starbucks, I think, uh, has a lot of brighter days ahead. I mean, if, if we really think about Starbucks right now, we know that uh, there's been uh, the rumblings of we will not get shut back down. Um, so that means that people are going to still go through those drive throughs still buy coffee. Uh, we know that uh, Starbucks is definitely a necessity for a lot of people. Uh, you mentioned that uh, having to struggle to get above that $90 level, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Um, but even more so, looking at those right around that uh, the 85, 90s, uh, right around that uh, kind of uh, right around $86 level, $86 level, that's been a very, very important support level for Apple for some time. Even looking back, I mean, going back until like February or so, you can see here, uh, that was probably the beginning of that sell-off, a rally getting back to that level, that $86 level, uh, low, uh, you know, uh, and then really seeing that the market consolidated there. We traded today, today's low was 85.63. We printed the low there and then kind of had a bounce back above that price level. I still think uh, Starbucks is a buy. Uh, I think that for me, uh, I would like to see this one kind of play out uh, a little bit in the short term. Uh, I'm looking uh, very bullish. I'm going to put on a bull put vertical. I'm going to be selling the 85 put and buying the 82 put, both expiring November 13th. So uh, right now, a lot of my trades are just going to be really built around this election. Uh, I do expect some kind of rubber band or knee jerk reaction. But I do think uh, even if you're looking at Starbucks today, uh, they have been uh, kind of uh, some analysts have put out some performance ratings on them, increasing the stock price. I think uh, if the market does kind of take a breath or find some support soon, uh, Starbucks will get a pop to the upside. That's why I'm putting on the bull put vertical for the 13th expiration here in November. Uh, I'm risking a dollar here to possibly make 50 cents. Um, not bad for collecting some premium there uh, in a very short term. If I'm wrong, again, I can either roll that out or I can take the slap on the wrist and move on as a loss. But definitely my risk is defined uh, by using the bull put vertical, by hedging, by selling the call, and then obviously buying the call on the back end. All right, I like this one as well. Uh, we'll continue to watch and see if we can get up above that $90 level. I see what you're talking about in terms of the area we're at right now. Certainly it has been trending higher off the $50 low that we saw back in March. And again, uh, an area of consolidation right now. We'll watch. And Joel, really appreciate you bringing a couple actionable uh, thoughts here and a look at a couple names and reporting quarterly results on the move in reaction to Joel. Have a great weekend, a happy Halloween. And I would look forward to seeing you back here on Midday Movers in the near future. Ladies and gentlemen, Joel Hawthorne is joining us this afternoon from the morning snapshot dot com.